Welcome to Embrace Your Brain with Dr. D. Joy Coulter. These short weekly brain bits give you fresh glimpses into how your mind works and how to develop its natural brilliance. Welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to explore something that I would call a zone that plays with time. Now, most of your day, chances are, is operating on maybe we'd call it clock time or daytimer time. You've got certain things that have to get done, certain places you have to be, or certain deadlines that you have to meet. And if time started moving all over on you, it could be quite a mess. So you spend a lot of your day locked in a particular zone that I might call the AM stations, where it's fairly mundane, it's got a lot of routines, it's not terribly exciting, and if you think back on a day like that, you'd say, nothing really happened, I just did my job, or I just went through the day, or I did get the house clean. But there was nothing to remark about. It was just a day that you went through but you didn't really celebrate. So there are ways to have a joyful moment in your day, and often it involves popping into a different zone than the regular one. And one of the hallmarks of it is it starts playing with time in a different way. I've mentioned in the past that I had students that would go out and interview people who had a passion about something and get them to start talking about it And they captured the notes down on paper. Sometimes they could capture a lot. Sometimes they were slow writers and they couldn't interrupt, so they just caught a few words here and there. But I saw a pattern after looking at hundreds of these reports that got turned in. And I want to share a pattern that I saw. It has to do with what happens to time when people are having fun. (laughs) One One of the ways is people that were engaged with muscle activity. And there, what I saw, it was timing and practice that kept coming up. So let me give you a couple little snippets. One was a musician, and the quotes that the student captured were, you train day in and day out. I like the obsessive behavior. A spiritual practice. A lot of slide guitar has a driving feel. I was actually bringing something out of my body, like when I was in gymnastics. Makes my heart, my life lighter. It takes an athletic awareness to bring you back to the present. Another had talked to a child who was really going to be a child prodigy in dance and karate. And she got talking about what she did. I like being able to move my body in so many different ways. No matter how long you study, there's always something new to look forward to. Lots of things to master. To remember the moves you have to watch real closely and kind of mark it in your body. Your body's watching, and then it gets implanted in your brain. You can progress at your own pace, but you have to push through the days you don't want to go. On good days, we would be dancing from the inside out. If you have kids and you wish they would get engrossed like that, one of the things you have to do is don't praise them. There's nothing from the outside world that is going to attract a child to doing something over and over nearly as much as honoring the space when they get into that zone and just respecting it. Okay, here's another. Now there were people that were artistic. And in those people, it seemed like time had a flow quality instead. One of the students captured an artist's words, 
and said, it's not in the heart, not in the hand, not in the technique. It's in the relaxation, dreaming of what I need to paint, not have the details, a feeling, and perhaps an image, and it evolves naturally, constantly evolving within myself. My heart holds the texture, my mind holds the form. A writer says, like being on a high, oblivious to the world around me, no boundaries, spent hours in it, into it all night, pleasure of putting words together, writing out of the pain, sense of release, purging from the inner soul, strong emotion or passion starts it, feeling really connected, both in and out. Okay, now there's another kind that came up, and it had to do more, it wasn't artistic, it wasn't muscular, it was concentration that had these things together. And in both of these cases, time seemed to dissolve. One's a fisherman and the other's a scientist. The fisherman says, I like to trout fish in the mountains. Wading in the stream feels good. You can't do much else. I get very absorbed in it. It's good for a mind that's always thinking of something else. A tonic, an escape. You can feel like a squire. Your stream, your field, your fish. It's like religion. The form is not important. And the scientist says, excitement, feel like I'm going to pop. Everything else goes away. A building up, just me and the problem exist. Lack of fatigue. Time sometimes becomes meaningless. I could start at 7 a.m., go to 9 p.m., everything else gone. It's exciting, overcoming obstacles, but nobody else cares. Energizing feeling, becoming more awake, never feel like you're done. Each step opens more things you want to do. And that piece that he said about nobody else cares, that's part of the problem. We don't share with one another the joy of our passions because we're sure nobody else cares. But you could be the one who cares. You could ask questions in a way that really is on their wavelength. You match with them. You really respect the magic they've discovered. And in return, you'll get a bit of a spark yourself to bring to your own projects. If you have those projects yourself, you know how rare it is for somebody to genuinely ask you about it and genuinely care. It's very nourishing. I hope you have those exchanges a lot. If you're enjoying these podcasts, I hope you'll share them with friends. And please visit us at EmbraceYourBrain.com to check out some really great resources. <laughs>